Welcome to the Scott Hoteling Pod, the first episode ever of the pod, so if you're here for the first time, that makes two of us. USA Basketball plays Tuesday against Spain. I'll talk about that and the rest of the quarterfinal matchups. And why the Russell Westbrook trade isn't as bad for the Lakers as many are saying it is. But first up, USA Basketball defeats the Czech Republic 119-84 to finish 2-1 in group play. Kevin Durant becomes the all-time leading scorer in USA men's basketball history, surpassing Carmelo Anthony. And they're in the top seed of the second-place teams in group play, which didn't actually benefit them, because now they play Spain. Spain and USA are obviously very familiar with each other, having played them in the last three Olympics, 2008 and 2012 in the gold medal game, and in the semifinals in 2016 and USA won 82-76 to in that game. That, of course, six-point game. They had an 11-point game and a seven-point game in the gold medal games. So, obviously, close games. And I think the best part about the quarterfinal matchups is just how odd, from a rankings perspective, they actually are. So, you have USA, who's number one. Spain is number two. So from a rankings perspective, you already have the gold medal game in the quarterfinals. And that may or may not be even the best part because Australia plays Argentina in another quarterfinal matchups, and they're three and four. France and Italy are seven and ten. Slovenia and Germany are sixteen and seventeen. So again, from from the world rankings perspective, it's kind of crazy how they matched up like this. But it obviously leads to some great games in the quarterfinals. And USA has been playing better in their last couple games after their somewhat surprising loss to France. But I wouldn't say that was a shocker based upon how they played in the re- their exhibition games leading up to it. And the fact they didn't have the, really their whole team available until about a second before tip-off. So they get some practice under their belt. They play a couple couple teams that aren't quite on the level of a France or the other top teams in the world, and, you know, they look a little better. But we're going to really find out how much better they've, they've really become against Spain because this is obviously a big game. Pressure's all on the United States, and they lose, they're out. So this is, uh, this is huge. And if they lose, no medal. Which would be, that would be pretty shocking. So moving on to the Russell Westbrook trade. I was pretty shocked when I saw the news, honestly. And I was pumped up for, you know, a good hour or two afterwards. I got to be honest. Because I was like, wow, Westbrook, Davis, and LeBron are on the same team. You know, there's your big three. You want to talk about a big three? That's a big three. And I kept thinking about it, and I thought about it, and... Then I started thinking, okay, well, how do they win in the playoffs? I see it in the regular season because Westbrook, you know, can spell one of them, you know, LeBron and AD and a game or a quarter or, you know, a few plays here, a few plays there. And, you know, hopefully they get to, to the playoffs healthy and ready to go. And obviously he's not the greatest three-point shooter in the world. But I do think it's possible he becomes a better three-point shooter this year, just based on the fact that 
a lot of the defense is going to be focused on AD and LeBron. So he should have a little more space to operate, right? A little more space to get off that three. Although having said that, teams in the past want him to shoot threes. So I don't know how much that's really going to change. I mean, if you're guarding Russell Westbrook, wouldn't you rather him take a three-point shot than, you know, drive in the lane? So, you know, that may or may not happen where, you know, he all of a sudden becomes a even a 35% three-point shooter. If he becomes a 35% three-point shooter, look out. But he's been in the high 20s past few years, although I think last year he was at 31 or something like that. What's even crazier is his, his free throw percentage. It was essentially 80, 80% higher his first, what, seven, eight years in the league? But his last four were like, I mean, last year was 65 and I think the year before, what was it, like 73, and then the year before that it was 65 or 66, something like that. And then it was 73 or, you know, he didn't even hit mid-70s in his last four years at the free throw line. And he was straight 80% prior to that. Prior to the last four years, he's straight up 80% and better. So that's a little scary. So the question is, how do they win in the playoffs? That, that's, that's really the question. But we're going to have to find out what else they get, you know? I mean, obviously, it's not just going to be those three. If they can somehow figure out how, how to get a, get a buddy healed or somebody like that, because I know that was the rumor going around, I don't know how they could pull that off. But, you know, if they get some more shooting so they can spread the floor a little bit, um, I don't think that the, that trade is going to be as bad as a lot of people are saying it is, just because, again, the question isn't how they're going to win in the regular season. The question is how they're going to win in the playoffs. When the game slows down, you know, defenses get back, you know, and you're going to need a three-point three point guy. Although, having said that, I mean, look at what the Bucks did. And I know Middleton can shoot. I know a couple other guys can shoot on the Bucks, but Giannis isn't a three-point threat at all. And, you know, he had one of the, the best finals games you're ever going to see in game six. 50 points. And what did he have? One three-pointer the whole game? So in, in today's game, that's obviously rare. So they can do it. I mean, obviously, you know, LeBron can do it. Anthony Davis can do it. You had a Russell Westbrook. Would it be possible? Sure. Are they the favorites? I don't know. You know, they're one of them. But I don't know if they're the favorite. But, again, we'll see who they get, what kind of shooting they add. Should be interesting. But I really don't think it's as bad as a lot of people think it is. But then again, I could be wrong. We'll see what happens. So thanks for joining me on the first ever Scott Hotelling pod. I'm Scott Hotelling. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope you'll continue to tune in 
for the next pod and all the pods after. Thanks again. We'll see you soon.